Welcome to the Albany Hunter Stories. Now welcome your host, Jenny Polly, and his lovely wife Tracy. I hear she's a lovely girl. <laughs> Alright everybody, that song right there is music to my ear. Why? Because that is the intro music to KSR Radio, uh, my favorite show for the last almost six years. I can honestly say I have never been as entertained by a radio show as what I have that one. It was the very first podcast I ever listened to and it's actually one of the inspirations to how we do our show. They, they mix a little bit of everything in their personal life along with sports. It's, it's UK uh, basketball, football, sports themed, but they talk about their life. They talk about car wrecks. They talk about ghosts and what have you. And um, it's like I said, for the last six years, it's been my all-time favorite show. Uh, Matt Jones actually was a previous attorney, decided to get into radio broadcasting. I'm excited that he did. And now he's got a good group with Ryan Lemon, uh, Shannon the Dude, and uh, Drew Franklin helping out with the show. And, and like I said, anybody who has is in this area, the uh, Kentucky area, they probably know the show. It is the most listened to radio show in the state. Uh, And for a lot of people, it's actually one of the biggest streaming shows uh, in the country. So if you go to iTunes, look up KSR, give them a listen. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. That's absolutely true. I love to listen to it. Um, As a matter of fact, um, the doctor I work for right now has got the... Uh, sort of an internet radio thing going on, but he mentioned that we could get podcasts now, so I was really excited, so I'm going to maybe see if he can let us listen to Matt and them um, while we're at work, and hopefully he'll say yes, that would be great. And the reason that all this is coming about, I know people are saying, why are you doing uh, a podcast on Wednesday night? We usually only release these things on Sunday, and we're still going to be doing our one on Sunday, but let me tell you a little history of, of this show and what brought this about. Matt, if you listen to the show on a regular basis, is adamant that there is no such thing as ghosts. True. They don't, they don't exist and, you, and pretty much will <laughs> say you're an idiot if you believe that they do exist. Shannon, on the other hand, is a big believer. There's definitely ghosts. He's got a picture taken from Waverly, which we did a show on already. And uh, it's got a picture of a ghost. He sent it around. And we got everybody's opinion on Twitter, and a lot of people said, oh, I see exactly what you're talking about. Of course, Matt, he completely disagreed, and you see what you want to see. <laughs> and what they're doing is that there's a big Kentucky-North uh, Carolina basketball game in Vegas next Saturday. And what KSR, the group, has decided to do is they're going to take a trip to Vegas. They're going to take a week long and in the car and just drive, and they're going to stop a bunch of places along the way, like Memphis and what have you. One of the places they're going to stop is Oklahoma City. Now, why is this a big deal, and how does this tie in? Because they're going to be staying at the Skirving Hotel in Oklahoma City. Some of you may have heard stories about the Skirving already, because there's been uh, some NBA players that have stayed there that have claimed that there's ghosts, and it's kept them from playing as well as they should have, or even some of them hadn't even spent the night. When this story got brought up uh, months ago, initially you know shannon was telling his beliefs of ghosts and of course matt was saying there's no such thing as ghosts if we ever get a chance to go out that way we're going to stay there well lo and behold when they scheduled this trip they're going to be staying there so i thought it would be kind of cool since this is our neck of the woods to go ahead and do 
some background and tell some stories so when they're in the, the vehicle, if they don't listen to it before now, sometime before they get there, they can actually listen to this and hear some of the background on the hotel. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm envious or um, scared for them, but it's very exciting, and I hope we get some good stories from there. All right, so here's what we got. The hotel, I always like to give background. Hotel came about and was built in 1911 by W.B. Skirvin. Now, he got his money from, he was kind of an oil tycoon, so that's how he got his money. He wanted to build the nicest hotel in the southwest. So Oklahoma City is where he built it. Of course, he named it after himself. And his daughter, uh, Pearl Mesta, she actually became the ambassador to Luxembourg under Harry Truman, and it kind of brought some uh, more attention to the hotel, so now it was kind of like the place to stay. The hotel itself actually stayed and, and did through some renovations and, and a bunch of changes, but it stayed open until 1979 when it officially closed down. Now, it was on the, the state's history of, you know, of uh, national monuments and what mm-hmm. have you. Mm-hmm. So the governor, governor there and the, and the uh, Oklahoma City mayor, Kirk Humphreys, kind of wanted to do something uh, to get it up and going again so it wouldn't just sit because it basically sat for 20 years. No uh, Just with vacant, nothing going on. Nothing, not one thing in 20 no, years. Nothing. Wow. So in 2007, Hilton decided to buy it and they did some renovations. So they kind of, they, they, they just did, redid the outside and they, they made sure that the rooms, the uh, uh, windows in the rooms were kind of like the authentic windows and then they, and they changed some of the elevators and stuff to make it a little more modern. But from that point on, uh, in 2007, it was reopened for business. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's the background on the hotel itself. But what about the haunting? That's why everybody's here. Where, where did this come about? It it all basically started supposedly back when when uh, Bill Skirvin first had the place open. It, this was kind of a during Prohibition back in the uh, the 20s. This was kind of a speakeasy. So a lot of people came here to kind of drink and what have you, yeah. even though it was illegally uh, done, they would go up to the 10th floor. And the 10th floor, it was known for drinking. It was known for prostitution. It was known for uh, gambling. There was a lot of poker games and stuff like that that went on. So fun times. Yeah, fun times. So at some point in time during this Prohibition William Scurvy, Bill Scurvy, Scurvin, I should say, had an affair with a a maid there. And nobody really knows her name, but since all the ghost sightings and stuff through the years, the people who worked there have nicknamed her Effie. Effie. That's interesting. Now, if you listen to the stories about Effie, she supposedly was kind of a a loose morals woman, Mm -hmm. or as some people call her, a whore. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I call her. Wow. I don't know her. But so that that was kind of the deal. Now he supposedly got her knocked up, and he didn't want to cause any shame on himself, and he didn't want any kind of scandals because obviously this guy had a lot of money. Oh, he yeah. had one of those swank hotel, so he locked her up on the tenth floor. Like, like locked her up, like she couldn't leave. Oh my god! So she has this baby eventually, and she still wasn't allowed to leave. Man, that's terrible. And somewhere during the course of time, she became, I guess kind of half out of her mind from being locked in there for so long. Oh, yeah. And she jumped with the baby from the 10th floor window and oh, killed herself. My God, that's terrible. So that's the legend of how the ghost came about. Mm-hmm. Now, we mentioned that she was kind of, uh, uh, let's say, loose, so to speak. And where that ties in is some of these stories about the ghost itself because some of the guys that have been in there, they claim that they they hear a woman's voice 
kind of seducing them in the room. Oh, cool. And then others have actually said that they've seen a naked woman in the shower with them while they're taking a shower. Wait, in the shower while they're taking a shower? In the shower. Like, they're in the shower and they look and there's a naked woman in the shower with them. Dang. And then one one man, and I don't know what year this was, but he even said he was sexually assaulted All by right. the ghost. I do not get it. What is up with these ghosts having sex with other, like, live humans? But maybe this was Bobby Brown, because, you know, he said that happened, but maybe it happened here. Oh, my God. It's just so bizarre. I can't even... I mean, how can you... Well, I don't even know what to say, because I don't know how you have sex with a ghost and can tell you're having sex with a ghost. Does that make sense? Yeah, wouldn't be much different than some of the girls I've been with. <laughs> well, you didn't have to put that out there, but okay. <laughs> so, so what you got is you've got a ghost that that makes sexual suggestions to men, appears naked in their shower, and sometimes sexually assaults men. So that only leads to really one question. Matt, do you have any more room on your trip for one more person? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, do you? I will pay, I will pay for my own room. <laughs> Okay, but then, so if they're having sex with a ghost, are they considered a cheater? Well, it's not cheating when I use my hand. Oh, that's true. Okay. Anyways, so let's go back a little bit about the hotel. There's there's a reporter that works for the Oklahoma named Steve Blackmire. He also wrote a book uh, about the hotel, and he said that Skirvin was actually, a, he was a notorious woman womanizer and a drinker. And the 10th floor was known for all those vices and what have you. Mm-hmm. So it really wouldn't be that far-fetched. Um, but there is no real proof that this woman committed suicide. It was kind of just all swept underneath the rug, so there wouldn't be any record of it. Mm-hmm. If you talk to his family, they don't know anything about an Effie or what person. They seem to think that he uh, had an affair with an assistant bookkeeper named Mabel Ludy, uh, But she actually outlived him, so that wouldn't be that story. But who knows? Yeah. Now, let's talk about some of the, the cool stuff. Now, as far as some of the hauntings up there, you've got the New York Knicks, and I think this was back in 2010, was actually kind of funny. They uh, swear that the ghost in the hotel is what cost them to, to lose the game because they played so bad the very next day because mm-hmm. they didn't get any sleep. Oh. So that was kind of the first thing. Cause, and keep in mind, the Oklahoma City Thunder play here, and this is like the nicest hotel. So when these NBA players come to town, this is kind of the hotel of choice to go to because it's the only really nice hotel in town, and these guys yeah. are millionaires, so that's the place to go. But that was the, the first case in the New York Knicks back in 2010. You also had a situation uh, around the same time in the Chicago Bulls. Some of their players reported door slamming, uh, shut on their own, and strange sounds outside their rooms. It got national attention in 2012 when some of the Miami Heat players were mm-hmm. saying the same thing, slamming doors, noises outside the, the, uh, the, uh, the doors. And then last year, Nick uh, Young from the Lakers, he actually stayed there and was and had all kinds of complaints. And then Kyrie Irvin said that he got uh, bed bugs there. But I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, did any of those guys, though, actually see the ghost? Or just they just heard a bunch of stuff? No, it's just a bunch of a bunch of hearing, hearing stuff and, yeah. and, and hearsay. But a lot of these guys don't stay through the night. They end up leaving oh, no kidding. before it's said and done. And this is actually one of the biggest ones, and, and a lot of people may not realize this. The Baylor women's basketball team, I mean, remember a couple of years ago, they had uh, 
uh, Brittany Grider, and and they they won the national championship in the very next year. They were the favorites to win it all. Yeah. They actually stayed there because their game was in Oklahoma, the semifinal game. They stayed there, and then the next day they were beaten by Louisville Cardinals in one of the biggest upsets in tournament history. Oh, my gosh. Are you so, kidding? I mean, you're talking about horror stories. Anytime that you get beat by Louisville, Louisville that's a horror story. You know that's right. So. Something's got to be – yeah, <laughs> something's up with that, that's for sure. So, I try to talk to some um, – I, I try to reach out. To the guy that wrote the book, uh, Lackmeyer, he didn't respond back. And then I try to reach some of the paranormal societies mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City to see who had done some research. And unfortunately, for the time that I reached out to the time we needed to do this, yeah. uh, I didn't get back with yeah. anybody. I do have some firsthand accounts uh, on some, some reader comments. This guy here said the city of Oklahoma City just needs to abandon the Skirvin Hotel project altogether. Said, I've been inside before the renovation started in September of 2004. You could see objects moving with no one else around to be moving them. Crying and screaming of a woman. I just don't think it's a good idea to be messing around with that place. And that's from Sam in October 2005. Tina in 2004 said, I've actually been in there and it really is haunted. You can see the woman standing in the window she jumped out of. When you see her... She's at first standing real far away, and then she runs up to the window and then just stops. Wow. So I guess it's going to be up to the boys to see if they experience anything when they're up there. Oh, my gosh. I surely hope you guys do experience something. And if nothing else, make a believer out of Matt. I don't think Matt's going to believe. I think I think Matt could have this girl actually come out, sexually assault him. <laughs> he could be able to see completely through her, and he'll swear to God it was a dream or something of well, that nature. Well, you know, hey, whatever, whatever it takes. Matt's entitled to his beliefs for sure. You know, a lot of people, I'm sure, have seen things like that, and still in their mind they're saying, well, yeah, that's, that, I mean, that wasn't even there. It's just, you know. And I'm sure after hearing about the ghost sexually assaulting uh, people, Ryan's wife will probably not allow him to go on a trip now. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you guys, we love you guys so much. I, I can't tell you the uh, enjoyment we get out of listening to you guys every day. I mean, I'm usually busting a gut, driving in the car, listening to you guys or something. Um, you guys are just awesome. And uh, we do hope you guys kind of see something that's going on down there and let us know what you did see, if anything, or hear. And just, you know, most of all, have a safe trip, and you guys just have a great time. I know you all always do when you go on these road trips, so. Yeah, especially since Drew was just in a car accident and totaled his car a couple of days ago. Oh, so. no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh, my gosh, Drew. I hope you're okay, honey. But, um, you know, you guys, honestly, like I said, we hope that we can give you a little bit of enjoyment. You've given us so much enjoyment over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved to the Virgin Island a couple of years ago, and, and your podcast every day was the only way we really had of keeping up with Kentucky yeah, sports. Absolutely. And, and uh, it was the one thing that kind of reminded us of being back home. And mm-hmm. it was kind of cool because it was during the stretch of uh, the Twins leading us to oh, the, yeah. uh, the Final Four. And uh, we watched the win over Michigan and the win over Louisville and mm-hmm. the win over uh, – uh, Wichita State, we were all sitting in our room yelling and screaming while these Virgin Islanders around us thinking, what the hell are these people yelling and screaming about at <laughs> well, 9 and 10 o'clock? We had to educate them for yeah. <laughs> sure about the cats, no doubt. So thank you guys so much, and uh, we appreciate y'all listening to this little special episode. And like I said, join us again this Sunday. We're going to come out with the uh, true story of the Amityville Horror uh, like we said on the last show, it's not going to be so much about what the movie was made of. It's going to be about uh, Ronald DeFeo and the shootings that happened before all that stuff happened. And uh, there's some freaky stuff that went on. You guys, I think, will really find this uh, exciting. And uh, you'll, I guarantee you'll hear some stuff you've never heard before. Absolutely. 
You guys make sure y'all turn into uh, KSR. Yep, every morning. Every morning, 10 to 12. And if you can't, listen to the podcast. Just look up KSR on iTunes or whatever on whatever Android device you use to yes. use podcasts. I promise you, you do not have to be a Kentucky fan to like this show. No, not at all. They probably spend 40 minutes a day on Kentucky sports and the other hour and 20 minutes just making you laugh. So uh, I, I promise you. And we got listeners all around the world. Uh, no matter where you're listening, Australia, Great Britain, uh, India. We got one uh, in Cambodia uh, the other day. You guys tune in and listen, and uh, they can really use the cum. Oh, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Thank you, guys, and Thanks, uh, we'll guys. talk to you on Sunday. All right, love y'all. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Y'all come back now, here.